G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. On SENSA, welcome to The Sandful Show. For Host Plus, an industry super fun for all Australians, the Host Plus Sandful League is just warming up. Feeling those game day vibes? Nothing beats it. Oh yes, welcome to the Sample Show. Great to have your company this evening. Just a quick reminder as well on that Host Plus, an industry super fund for all Australians run only to the benefit of its members. Search, compare Host Plus today. Time now to speak to, I think it's fair to say, one of the good guys of the competition from the Woodford West Torrens Eagles. It's Jimmy Tumpus. G'day Jimmy, that's a fair assessment, isn't it? One of the good guys. I like that, Hazy. Thanks, mate. You're, you're, you're uh, one and the same, I reckon. <laughs> uh, good stuff, mate. Hey, um, thanks for chatting with us. Uh, first of all, mate, a solid win on the weekend. But before we get to that, um, you weren't part of it. Take us uh, through exactly where you're at with your footy. Um, yeah, unfortunately, I wasn't able to play in the game over the weekend, which would have been my 100th game, which, um, yeah, would have been a really special achievement and to share that with Joey Siner, one of the club legends, um, yeah, would have been amazing. But unfortunately, I hurt my calf in the previous week against Centrals and couldn't quite get up. So um, probably missed this week and, and hope to play against Port next week. Um, but yeah, like you said, it was a really solid win and much needed win after the performance we put out against the Dogs the week before. So just on the calf injury, mate, I don't want to send through too many alarm bells, but um, <laughs> as you know, it's an injury that sort of indicates that not sure how much time you got left. Are you still feeling good? Is it just a bit of a one-off? <laughs> yeah, I think it was a bit of a one-off. I've had a bit of an uh, interrupted start to the year or even pre-season as well with a couple of surgeries. So I haven't really been able to get that continuity in my body, which I would have liked. And this was, I guess, just a combination of a few of those things. So I'm not too concerned, but hey, I have heard it's the old man's injury before. So I've, um, I'm a bit sick of that comment, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, so, sorry, mate. I'll, we'll go in a different direction. Just on Joey Sinor, <laughs> uh, you mentioned him just before for his 100th game. Um, he might be one of my favourite players. And when you really break it down, now he's a 100-game player. He's a couple of best and fairest, a couple of premierships. He's really chalking up a, a really, really great career. And it seems like from the outside looking in that... It's a bloke who probably couldn't be more popular. Yeah, he would be by far and away the most, behind probably Justin Ciccolella and Luke Power, he's probably the most um, Eagles one-eyed person you've ever met in your life, and um, there's no doubt why. He's so well-loved, and he's getting that credit now outside the competition, making the state team, and and like you alluded to, a two-time club champion as well, so... He's, yeah, certainly one of my favourite teammates to play with, and um, it's a really good story. He played 60-odd reserves games before he finally cemented his spot in the league team, so it's a, a really good story to younger players who are coming through to hide your time, because, yeah, as you know, 18, 19-year-olds, we come in and want to play league footy straight away, or even AFL football, and, and Joey was really patient, and, um, and he's really, really reaping the rewards now. Uh, take us through the win on the weekend. Obviously did enough to beat the Bloods and uh, you guys are sitting comfortably in the top five and probably just chalk that one up as a, a win. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, Westies are really good. That They uh, put a really good contest in front of us. Um, I think it just goes to show our good is really good and our not so good is pretty average. Um, and Westie's credit, they kept us to our average footy and were lucky enough to play 30 minutes of really solid footy to put us in a winning position. But 
like you said, a win's a win, and, and we'll walk away from that pretty happy. But it doesn't get any easier with Norwood, who are only a game behind us. And um, like you said, we're a game clear of the five, but we lose this game, and we're sort of back of the pack. So winning is really, really key particularly after the start we put ourselves in. It wasn't really a positive position. So um, every win, particularly around the teams that are sort of in that mid-pack, are going to be really important. I suppose if it is a positive as well, you've had a bunch of big names missing as well and you're still able to put up this really good, solid brand of football. And I suppose there's a lot of improvements still to come as we head towards the pointy end. Yeah, it's a great point. We missed uh, a few key players. I think we had five changes over the weekend from our team against Centrals. Um, with Connor Balladon, Clay Cameron of the like, and, and myself missing out. So we've got some other key players stepping up and playing some really good roles. Um, Joey was really good. Riley Knight's in, yeah, career best form I've never seen. A bloke dominate. Probably James Cheetahs is the one that's probably dominated the midfield like he has. The Knight's having an exceptional year. So we've got, yeah, some really good depth there. Um, but it would be good to have some key players coming back into the side over the coming weeks. You mentioned Riley Knight, another huge game, 35 disposals. And uh, I'm not a betting man, Jimmy, but if I had a spare 20, should I put him on to win a little McGarry medal? I'm not sure I can endorse betting at the moment, Hazy, but... <laughs> I'm, I'm so, if, sorry, uh, I put if... you in a, a dangerous area there, but um, <laughs> I think... What about this, then? What about this one? If I could, uh, if I could um, recommend someone to win your best and fairest at the moment, do you reckon it would be, do you reckon it would be Riley Knight? Yeah, I think um, NIDA and Joe would be the two leading candidates at the moment. But NIDA has, you look at his stats and week on week he's getting 30 plus. But it is easy to get, or not easy to get, but it can you know, look relatively easy when, when you're NIDA notching up 30. But the impact he's having with those 30 possessions, and more often than not he's having someone run with him. So it's a credit to him and the attitude he's come back with post his AFL career to yep. come and really you know, take our midfield by the stranglehold and, and, and really play some positive footy for us footy club. Mate, what about yourself? How are you feeling about your footy? I mean, you've been around for a long time now and obviously it's such a massive commitment, uh, Sam, for football. There's so much training um, and let's be honest, there's probably opportunities to make more money elsewhere. Um, how are the motivation levels for you? Yeah, it's, it's a good question and you, you sort of get this question post you a little bit at this age when you're coming towards your, your late 20s and you've been around Sam for footy for a little while, but I can honestly say I've never enjoyed my footy, and it sounds bizarre that I've only played four or five games this year, but I've never enjoyed my footy as much as this year. Um, we've got a really sound group. Uh, it does help coming off back-to-back premierships and having a really solid program that she's put in place, but it's really good fun. Um, we get enough time off with Sheeds' program as it is, so... His balance is exceptional, and he's you know a 200-game sample player, so understands the, the balance that we have to go through. But, yeah, it is difficult, no doubt. And, and, I mean, the money you do get isn't fantastic. So if you're playing sample footy for the dollars, then you're probably in it for the wrong reasons, I think. To play in the second-best competition outside the AFL has you know its own novelty, um, and, and I'm thoroughly enjoying it. And I've said consistently that I'll keep playing sample footy as long as my body dictates. So, um, yeah, hopefully I've got another 100 games in me, Hazy. Well, at least 100, maybe 150, I reckon, Jimmy. You just get that calf right and you'll be absolutely flying. Um, another couple of blokes I want to make uh, mention of as well. Matt Goldsworthy, good to see him doing some good things on the weekend. And good to see as well that Goldie's still got some really good footy ahead of him. It seems like he's been around for so long. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was lucky enough to play with Goldie my first year when I was 17 and he was 19 and he's still kicking along as a 31-year-old now. So... He's, and he's playing really good footy. He's had to adapt his role a fair bit, um, and he's almost uh, our, our 
hole plugger at the moment where we have gaps. He'll go there and fill the role, and he played forward on the weekend, and, and his ball use is probably the best in the competition, and his footy IQ is no doubt one of the best in the competition as well. So his body is slowing down, but I think his mind is really sharp, which, which keeps him really, really uh, durable and keeps him very effective for us. I love your giant gap in between premierships. Obviously, he went off to the Demons and, <laughs> and uh, played some footy with the power as well. But 2011 to your recent premiership success, what, what were the big differences? And when you look back uh, at 2011, what, what was it like and what are your fondest memories? Uh, I often look back a lot and, and people do say, you know, you do that after your career. But I reflect on my uh, sample career a lot, and particularly when I was delisted from Port Adelaide. It, it was trying to recapture that love for football and, and to do that, I sort of look back to my early days at Woodville when I was really enjoying footy and, and playing with my home club who I absolutely love. Um, I guess the memories I have were uh, particularly of Craig Parry, more so off-field than on-field. Um, he was great value, uh, as, as I'm sure you're aware, Hazy, but he um, he was a ripper and playing with the likes of, like I mentioned before, Sicker and, and Luke Power, Mark McKenzie, Lee Treby, these types really taught me what sample footy was all about and I was probably a little bit naive back then in terms of thinking that it just continually happened and at that point in time in my football career I was hoping to go into bigger and better things in the AFL system but um, as it turns out I'm back to, to sample and which, which I'm absolutely loving and I think I appreciate um, the 2020 and 2021 flags and a little bit more than that 2011 one just because I understand what sample footy is all about. Uh, mate, can you take us as well what you're up to uh, away from footy? Uh, working still with the is the AFLPA? That's right. Yeah, yeah. Working with the AFLPA as the regional manager here, based in Adelaide, which I absolutely love. It's it's awesome. Me back into football, not in the performance side of things. So working with um, the current batch of players, both male and female, at Crows and Port, and and transitioning past players as well, which has been obviously quite topical over the last few months, and supporting them as they come into the real life world, which obviously has its difficulties, but it's something that I really, really find important and try and connect with our alumni members and, and helping them trying to find who they are as a person more so than as a footballer. So it's a really important role um, and, and something I do take really seriously. So from when you started this role, I mean, what's been the, the biggest feedback and how much has it improved? Because uh, we, we do hear stories of players who find it tough to readjust to what we'd call normal life, but clearly your job is to make that a, a really seamless transition. Yeah, absolutely. I think the way we try and look at transition in itself is more a process than a, an event, and that's where I think transition in terms of delisting or retiring a player, a lot of people, particularly in the industry, look at that sole um, transition as an event or a point in time where you know they'll go meet with the coach and they'll say either you know, you're retired or you're delisted and that's it, and then we deal with it from there. Whereas at the PA, we try and look at it as a process where they get drafted and then we start putting things in place, whether it's two years down the track or 12 years down the track, we can put things in place during their career, their career to hopefully allow them to transition out of football successfully. So um, that's something that I try and implement with, with the players that I'm currently working with and making sure they're engaging in off-field development, whether it be you know tertiary education or work placement or whatever it happens to be, just try and find an interest in it that they have and, and help them really engage in that. And, and it's funny how that turns out in better performers on the field as well. Oh, mate, it sounds like an unbelievably interesting job. Um, now, in terms of the game, you touched on it before against the Red Legs on Sunday. Uh, the Red Legs, it looks like that they're really starting to build and go in the right direction. 
Yeah, Jade Rawlings has them, has them humming at the moment, which is good, and they had a, they had a great win on the weekend. Um, yeah, they're a really difficult team to play against. Um, they're good in the contest and they're good in defence, which is probably the criteria to win flags. So I've known Jade for a little while, and, and no doubt um, he's you know they're starting to really adjust to his game plan after 18 months under it. So yeah, we'll go to work this week and, and put a plan in place to try and get the chocolates over them, but we know it's going to be difficult. Uh, but we're back on a home deck, which which we love. So, yeah, it'll be an interesting game. And uh, no doubt it'll be it'll be good on to watch. But obviously you're busy at the moment and still, like you said, at least 100 games are left in the tank. And then uh, <laughs> we'll see what happens in the future with this job at the AFLPA. But uh, it sounds like it's a fantastic job. But just in terms of a coaching space and things like that, can you see yourself still being involved in footy post-playing? I'd love to be. I mean, I guess the job I'm in at the moment, and I alluded to it before, I really wanted to get into football from a, oh, a non-performance sense. Um, but I'm not limiting whatever happens in the future from a coaching point of view. I love working with younger players. But at the moment, oh, if you had to say yes or no, I'd probably say no. I'm probably more inclined to continue the pathway I'm doing. And um, I'm actually doing some, some Eagles Radio SEN on Tuesday nights, Hazy. I'm yep. sure you're an avid listener to that, mate. So thoroughly enjoying uh, my, my radio gig there. Um, uh, but, yeah, at the moment, really focusing on the gig that I have with the PA and, and my on-field performance with the Eagles. No, mate, you're doing a sensational job on Eagles Radio, and we're just happy to have you as part of the SEN growing stable. So it's a very, very good listen. Uh, mate, very good stuff. Great to catch up with you today, and uh, hopefully we'll catch up again really soon. And best of luck on Sunday. Thanks, Hazy. Take care, mate. Jimmy Tompas joining us uh, this afternoon on The Sample Show. So big game coming up against the Red Legs. And uh, two teams that no doubt will back themselves into playing the finals. And right now the Eagles sitting pretty comfortably inside the top five. Uh, Norwood doing some good things as well. But there's a lot of pressure coming from the outside, in particular from South Adelaide. So uh, make sure you tune in SENSA across the weekend for all your latest sample games. And stick around. This is the Sample Show. Plenty more coming up. And, of course, we are doing it thanks to Host Plus. The Sample League is just warming up. Feeling those game day vibes? Well, nothing beats it. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.